I think the, the big lesson that if there's a silver lining in this pandemic, it's reminding us that control is an illusion before the coronavirus and, and during and after. It's just when we have our routine that we work out, we have this illusion of our life being in control, but what goes on around us, we really can't. We only can learn to control our, our reaction to it. So this is a good training grounds for responding to the inevitable changes and challenges of life in a more easeful way. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. All right, everyone. I'm so happy to be back today with a fantastic guest to join the conversation. Heather Donaldson is joining us today from Costa Rica. Heather, thank you so much for joining me. It's my pleasure, Susie. So we might hear a little bit of wildlife and some tropical birds in the background. So I just think it's a beautiful accompaniment to our podcast today. So Heather has been referred to as a midwife of emotions, which are hindering more than helping. And so that's why I'm really excited to have her here today to join in the conversation about how we can navigate the aspects of emotional stress, which is one component of several that you know that I love to address. So Heather's going to give us some input from her years of experience and today as a special part of our conversation, she'll be explaining a bit about EFT tapping and leave us with some simple tapping tools for quick calm on demand. So stay tuned with us. We're going to wrap up today with a tapping script that's going to be really, really powerful to help you shift some of the stressful feelings that we're navigating right now in these trying times. Heather has a unique and diverse expertise in helping others, including herself, to live more easefully, joyfully, and peacefully. She currently works from the beaches of Costa Rica, where she connects online with people around the globe. While running a professional shiatsu and massage therapy business, she created the unique Roots EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Technique, to transform her clients' inner gardens. Working with the popular technique alone or as an add-on, Heather has a gift for tuning in deeply to what each person truly needs. Over time, she has developed a specialty for guiding men and women to create more intimacy in their lives, beginning with alleviating stress and then building on skills needed to nurture epic relationships. On the same topic, she has published a book, How to Grow a Beautiful Relationship, She hosts workshops and retreats in addition to offering private sessions online or in person. Soon to be launched is her intimacy games where people have fun getting closer. And hopefully we'll have some time to talk about that, but I have a feeling we're just going to have to resume this conversation another time so we can really dig in on that aspect of her work. Some of her unique creations and a link to sample them or to book a full session can currently be found at her website, which is going to be listed in the show notes. So be sure to take a look at that. So I'd love to dive right in, Heather, since we've got a lot that we want to cover today. Right now, what I'm hearing people struggle with as we're still dealing with this um, COVID pandemic, 
um, that we thought would be lifting, but we're looking at some more time with these extra precautions in place. And so one of the things that I see people really struggling with is um, a feeling of overwhelm as things keep shifting and we think we're going to be coming back to normal and then normal keeps kind of changing on the horizon. So that insecurity also, I think, is an aspect of some of this stress. How are you finding that to be the case as you're working with people? Absolutely, Susie. I think you, you nailed that, how people are being affected now even more because of the duration. It's, it's been five months that things have been at different and and scary and I think you talk about stress overwhelm there stress is, is a collection of emotions uh, it's like fear worry it's uh, maybe a bit of sadness because it seems like we've lost well for five months anyways the way things were and maybe they'll never be the same again probably probably not uh, but people tend to react to things as if it were a little more scary than in reality it, it, it is or it needs to be and stress is our reaction to what is and when we react as if there are tigers out there so basically we can create the same scenario with the coronavirus and we, we shouldn't have to be on guard. The only time you really need to have your adrenaline going and your cortisol going, uh, where it really makes sense, it's really vital to have that, is when you really are confronted suddenly with a tiger and you've got to run away or kill it or something. <laughs> that takes a lot of uh, energy and you need that stress hormone. But when you have those stress hormones floating around in your system on a constant basis, which I think was happening to a lot of people in this busy world with all the technology that we're trying to keep up with, uh, that the, the stress hormones or the reaction to things uh, that creates those hormones has been quite pervasive uh, even before. But it may be even worse during the pandemic because of the time, because of all the changes that have been introduced, like having to, your children at home, having your partner at home. Uh, they all might sound good at the beginning, but they are major changes, and humans react to major changes by kind of freaking out uh, and not feeling comfortable and, and not enjoying their their lives as much as uh, they'd like to. So that's uh, that's why I think it's it's more important with this unique stress to and, and also the fact that it's uncertain where it's going, how long it's going to be for. There's all this uncertainty, and we can't just you know hug our friends to feel better. We've got this separation, this social separation. So our usual supports are being taken away, more or less. So all, all of that um, makes, it, makes it more, more challenging. Are, do you agree with that? I definitely do. On a lot of the, a lot of the points that you've just um, covered, because I think that we, as a whole, tend to be creatures of habit. I mean, some of us thrive on spontaneity and like, you know, changes in our daily life. But 
many of us find those changes, especially when they're unexpected, just kind of raise our stress level. And so in reaction to that, just like you're saying, I love that example, you know, we needed a stressful reaction to respond to very specific incidents. And that biological part of our brain hasn't caught up with the way that our lifestyles have totally changed. So now we're responding with that same kind of stressful response to little innocuous things like the phone is ringing when we're trying to get something done or the boss shows up at our desk and adds one more thing to the list when you think that you're coasting into the finish line or all of these other things that we tend to keep a more constant level of stress. Just like you're saying, we, we need to recover from that so we can be more resilient. We keep working at the high level and these stress hormones are just flooding our systems all the time. And it's really hard to, to counter that when stress has yeah. got the wheel. <laughs> so when we think about it, I think the, the big lesson that if there's a silver lining in this pandemic, it's reminding us that control is an illusion before the coronavirus and, and during and after. It's just when we have our routine that we work out, we have this illusion of our life being in control, but what goes on around us, we really can't. We only can learn to control our, our reaction to it. So this is a good training grounds for responding to the inevitable changes and challenges of life in a, in a more uh, easeful way. So given that we're not in control and we have to learn to control, I mean, I've learned and maybe you have to deal with a lot of uncertainty being a solopreneur. And there's a lot, I don't know if my marketing strategies will work, how much money I will make. I've grown accustomed to a certain amount. So I think anyone can grow accustomed. That's why this wasn't such a big deal for me. And because I was in Costa Rica, I was actually more relaxed during this pandemic, which sounds really strange, but, but it's true. You have to be responsible. You have to respond and take the precautions. But how you feel about all that and how calm and optimistic you can be, that's the key. And I think there's, there's opportunities for, well, first of all, finding the calm. And also when you are in that more functional state, there are lots of opportunities with this extra time that we can can follow up on and make this a, a really a really good time in our lives actually so that that's that's what i've been doing i've taken this time to tune up uh my body to do a lot of things online that i've been waiting to do to go we can still go outside be more in touch with nature that's very therapeutic and any anyone can can find ways to do that but they first need to kind of tap down their system and that's why I was going to offer some tapping, uh, which reduces the intensities of these emotions, which are stopping you from getting on board and making the best of the time you, we have. And it is likely to continue that we'll have some restrictions in our uh, ability or even if it's recommended to go out. So that's where the EFT comes in. Emotional freedom technique, if, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, it's a quick calming on demand. So if you're going into a situation, or say you've had a stressful time with your children at home, or you tried to be the teacher and you realized you didn't even know what your, 
your child is learning in school, <laughs> something like that. Uh, and you just want to calm your system down. It's kind of like a combination between uh, traditional talk therapy because you're using words, you're giving voice to what you're feeling, although not as elaborate as counseling. And at the same time, you are calming your nervous system with a gentle tapping. And these are points uh, that correspond to all the emotions that are uncomfortable in excess, like anger and fear and sadness and so on. Guilt. Maybe you feel guilty because you're not being a good enough teacher for your child or something like that. So we know it works. And there's over 100 studies in peer-reviewed journals, and, and some of them are are the kind of reviews that look at all the research out there and then make a statement. And that statement is that uh, this technique surpasses, almost doubles uh, the effectiveness of anything else that's out there that they compared it with, like talk therapy and, and meditation and yoga. And all those things reduce your cortisol, your stress levels, physio physiological indicators uh, in your body by some degree but this just powers it up more and so we know it does that but how it does that they're just elucidating the mechanisms um, as time goes on but what we do know is that there are physical changes and permanent changes in the brain that's the really really good news and also that you can change your dna so a person that's normally very high stress can become a calmer person. A person that normally looks at the world very negatively in a frame, a negative frame, they change their frame to a more positive one without a lot of work. It's just happening naturally because there's some rewiring that goes on with this technique that makes you less likely to be, to be triggered by those, those small things. And if you are, you can, you can use the technique to get that calm on demand, but when you work with someone who's trained like myself to go a little deeper to the core beliefs that we might not even be aware of that cause us to be reactive, then you won't have to use it on your own as often because you won't get triggered as often. So it's a, it's a very powerful technique to give you permanent and lasting changes that will carry over beyond the pandemic. So I think that that's a good intro into it. Oh, some people say, what's wrong with those emotions? They're just normal. And that's, uh, I don't know, I kind of wanted to address that. Um, but again, I think I mentioned it earlier. Yes, they're normal, but it's a matter of degree. When those emotions of fear and anxiety are disproportionate with what they need to be, then, then there's room for improvement. And, and it can be harmful to the body on an ongoing basis, as I mentioned, uh, all kinds of chronic illness, all kinds are related to uh, having ongoing stress reactions to our life. And when we're at that level of high stress, we might blow up and hurt our work, hurt our productivity, hurt our relationships with our children, with our spouse, with our partners, with our friends. So, there's a lot of value in decreasing your stress level. If you had any more questions about that or else we could get into a tapping session. Yeah, I'm so excited to, to be able to share this because what I really love about tapping is 
everything that you just said, <laughs> all of those aspects that there's so much power in taking control of our emotions. We tend to feel like they're just going to do what they're going to do. And the more we recognize that we can choose our mood and, and just like you say, it's not that we want to block emotions that are quote unquote bad or, or inappropriate. What we do when we're not off honest or authentic about them is we tend to stuff them and then they come back around at inappropriate times or with more strength or difficulty or like you're saying they can manifest as disease or pain and so many other aspects so to having this kind of tool that as you compare it to talk therapy and other modalities where you're working with a practitioner you know once you understand the technique and you've had some sessions with a practitioner to really help you zero in on some specific issues. This is a tool you can use yourself. Moving forward in any situation at any given point, you just need your hands and your presence and awareness. And so I think it's such a powerful tool. And so that's why I was so happy to have you share this with us. Absolutely. And as we go into showing it to you, it may look a little strange if you haven't done it before, but I just want to preface by saying, because you said about you can use it anytime. It's true, even in public. I, I do it all the time, anywhere, anytime. You, you can do it in a more subtle way, because touching these points is kind of, I'm doing it right now, natural gestures that we that we make, you know. And I I just touched all the tapping points and you didn't know I was tapping. You can just do a hold, a touch and hold. So it's not looking as strange with the actual tapping or when I'm lazy in the morning and I want to do some tapping, I want something, I wake up, something's bothering me. I just imagine. And it's, I've got such a clear pathway in my brain that it energetically, I mean, it's all about the energy in these meridians and, and letting it uh, flow uh, you know, releasing in those points and then letting the energy flow. It's emotional energy. Everything is energy. Emotions are energy. Thoughts are energy. And you want to balance it out so it has has a nice uh, flow. Um, but you you can do that even even by just imagining. So I wouldn't worry about it looking funny. There's so many people doing it now that they say, "Hey, somebody else is doing it," and you feel like you're you're not alone. Um, so yeah there's eight points and it uh, the first ones they're just all around the eye sockets so the eyebrow points are at the end of the eyebrow where it meets the bridge of the nose on the bony ridge around your eye so just these points you can do one or the other both sides people like to do both sides uh side of the eye just on the bony ridge again and under the eye also on the bony ridge maybe under your pupil of course, you can't see your pupil, so you, it doesn't have to be exact anyways. Just wake up the energy in those meridians. Under the nose, in the middle, on the chin, in the middle, and then it's under the collarbones and beside the uh, breastbone, so in the fleshy part. Don't tap on your bones. It doesn't feel good. And this you can use with more fingers. The delicate areas, you just use one or two. And then under arm is where your bra strap would be you guys know where that is too about four inches below your armpit you can tap on there there's the monkey one or you can cross over and do it that way and then top of your head and that really if you draw from your ears there's a middle point and and that's it uh, when you start out though we do a setup this setup is point is uh, called the karate chop if i was going to do a karate chop 
it's on the pinky side, that's where I would uh, strike. So just wake up that point. <laughs> they actually have an app which pops up and you want to tap on anxiety and some of them are free. So these general scripts, like the one I'm going to do with you, they can take the edge off. But of course, the uh, individualized ones where you work with the practitioner and go deep, they're going to have the most lasting change. So back to this uh, karate chop point, it's the setup. It's the first one that you do. It's not 100% necessary in every case, but we do it anyway. It's basically saying that even though I have what I have, like this anger, this stress, this overwhelm, this feeling like there's not enough time, I still love myself. I, I absolutely love and accept my true self. That this feeling has nothing to do with who I am. It's just my reaction. And, you know, I'd like to say about our, our emotions, we can be friendly with them because they're, they're our way of trying to help ourselves. It's the only way we know how. Maybe it's not the best or the most effective, but we can learn other ways, like the tapping. So give ourselves a break. That's what it is, so that we're not beating ourselves up and we can go ahead and go right into those emotions. And going into those emotions, like you were saying, we tend to stuff them. But I use the analogy again of house cleaning. If you're going to clean your house, you have to move the furniture and look behind, look deep, and find the dust. And that's not that pleasant, but once you clean it, it feels really great and it looks great. So that's, um, that's kind of the motivation for, for doing this. Terrific. And I won't talk as you go along, just so we keep a clear audio coming from you. But I want to encourage our listeners to, as you're listening to this, you're going to be speaking along with Heather. Yeah. And you can repeat what I say, like a echo, or you can, you can just listen if you want. But I think uh, tapping on the points is good and, and following along. So we start out and give a, a rating, like so you can see if there's a change. Uh, it's just your numbers, like on a scale of 0 to 10, how overwhelmed do you feel with all of this that's going on? How strong is your – it could be a feeling in your body of maybe tensing up or maybe your breath when you think about – all the demands, we're overwhelmed with all the, all the demands and there isn't enough time. Even though there is time, you might have that feeling that you're not getting things done well enough or you're not getting to things the way you should. So if you can rate on a scale of zero to 10, how intense that emotion, zero is nothing, 10 is your, your highest and give it a ranking. And just to remind you that belief that there isn't enough time, it's, it's a judgment and it tends to create what we fear, that we won't get things done. And it's just a belief. If we set some boundaries and release that belief, we probably could get things done, get more focused and more, more functional and act more powerfully and more efficient. So how does that overwhelm feel in your body? So in the setup, you tap on the side of your hand and repeat after me, even though I'm feeling really overwhelmed with this pandemic. I'm feeling really overwhelmed with all these changes and all these demands to do things differently and do different things than I did before. Everything's all topsy-turvy. And it feels overwhelming, all this change. And even though I have this feeling of overwhelm, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. You could do the other side if you want. We do it a couple times to let it sink in. Even though I feel this overwhelm, this tightening in my muscles or however I feel it in my body, 
and I may not need to react this way. I deeply and completely love and accept myself, and I accept that I'm doing the best I know how. Okay, so then you start with the points. So it would be the eyebrow point. I'm honoring how I feel. Sometimes it feels out of control. Everything keeps changing. It's so unpredictable. Side of the eye. And I'm trying to figure out so much. And that feels like pressure. It doesn't feel comfortable not knowing. And being forced to do things that I didn't choose to do. Under the eye. So many new challenges, like online stuff. Under the nose. Truth is, we never have complete control of what goes on around us. Chin. But my familiar routine feels safer. The truth is, we are safe right now. And you can tap on the collarbone points underneath the collarbone. But what's happening in the world feels scary to me. And then underarm. I don't know how I'm going to keep up with this and find the time to relax, too. It's hard on me. I need time to relax, but I don't seem to be getting it. And then the top of the head seems like feels like it's all up to me. Too much responsibility. It feels like I'll never be able to manage with this new normal. And I don't want to either. And that's at the top of the head. And then you can stop and take a deep breath and let it go. And feel free to make noise when you breathe. It just it's releasing more. That's all part of it, just balancing out your energy. Um, I'm going to do a couple more, but uh, that one was about all this pressure and this feeling of overwhelm in your body, uh, acknowledging what you're feeling. That's how you start out. Then later on, you can get into changing it. People like to do affirmations, but you can't just jump right into affirmations. It's like a battle because these these emotions, they want to... They don't want to go away. Your body, your subconscious thinks that those emotions are there to protect you. That's a little misguided, but subconscious isn't that smart, but it's powerful. So you've got to slowly convince it. The tapping helps to calm the system and convince your subconscious mind that this new normal is fine, that you're going to be safe. Safe to let go of your tension, of the overwhelmed feeling. So how does that feel in your body now? Maybe you want to give it a different number. That was just the first round. We'll do one or two more depending on how much time. Yeah, that's terrific. And I want to say too, just through tapping through that first sequence and without saying the words, and I do think that speaking really helps to move the energy. But even without that, I noticed I was sighing, I was yawning, I have some tears flowing. And those are all ways that I've recognized that my body moves energy. Wow. So you can really feel the energy start freeing up with the yeah. first round. Oh, that's great. I hope others are experiencing the same because all of those are clear indications that your emotional energy is shifting. So let's shift some more. So start out with the setup again. Karate chop point. Even though I may still feel some of this reaction in my body, this protective reaction, my body's in high alert, tensing up, 
maybe affecting my breath or constricting my muscles and certainly flooding my brain with emotions that don't allow me to function well, even though I'm overwhelmed. I accept myself and how I feel. Okay, so let's get right into the tapping and the uh, eyebrow point. I really want to change this side of the eye. I'm willing. What if I could find some relief under the eye? What if I could find a way to give myself a relaxation break so I can manage these changes with more calm? I'm ready to find a way to feel calm, real calm. And then under the nose, I'm willing to release this pressure this reaction to all this change and uncertainty, which is inevitable in life, but a little more lately. On the chin, the universe is really testing me. I know I would be more effective dealing with all this from a calmer place. When I let go of the pressure, I have more resources, more creative, and more patience. Under the collarbone, I'm choosing now to release this overwhelm and pressure on myself. Wherever I'm holding it, in my brain, in my heart, in my muscles, in my breath, in every cell of my body, I'm releasing this so I can let in some ease. Under the arm, feeling calmer gives me more choices, more freedom to respond rather than react. I'm choosing to breathe deeply. I'm letting go of all this stress wherever I'm holding it, wherever I've learned to react this way. On top of the head, I'm allowing myself to feel calm now, to feel how safe I am, to feel how adequate I am doing my best allowing myself to love more freely with a relaxed and calm mind, I can let that flow. When I'm calm, time is on my side. And take a deep breath in again and let it go. Okay. So there you're getting more into releasing choosing to release, that it's okay to release. Where are you at right now, Susie? What number are you at? <clears throat> oh, I think I probably came down from a six to like a three and a half. Like it's really shifted a lot after two rounds. Okay. So I think when, usually when people get, this is a bit of an education about how it works. Like when you get down to uh, about a two or a three, uh, then you're getting into your core beliefs, the ones where it comes from, this reaction, the, the part of you that in a general way feels like somehow you're not enough or you're not safe. And that often comes from experiences in your life when you're zero to five years. And it's so common and it's so sad that people are going around limiting themselves in their lives because this program is running in the background. That's simply not true. But somehow they came to this 
programmer's story about themselves because they're reacting in the mind of a of a two-year-old or three-year-old or four-year-old or five-year-old. Uh, maybe some little thing their parents said to them and they just said, oh, well, I'm not good enough. I have to work so hard. I'm still not going to feel good enough. So maybe we can work a little more on those, some of those beliefs and feelings in a final round. How's that sound? That sounds great. Okay, so just a quick setup again, even though I still have karate chop. Some of this feeling of overwhelm, wherever it came from, wherever I learned to believe that I'm not doing quite good enough, that I have to do more, that my best isn't good enough, wherever I learned that I'm not quite safe, I'm remembering that I'm, I am safe, I'm remembering that I'm not going to die, I'm remembering that I am lo lovable. And I'm choosing to release my old story and go back to the truth about myself. The true story about myself. And I do love and accept my true self. Deeply and completely. So start with the tapping points. I'm choosing to release all these ways that I put pressure on myself. Side of the eye, wherever I learned that I'm not a good enough person. I'm accepting and under the eye, accepting my true lovable self now, knowing I can always give love to myself and them when I feel calm and confident. Under the nose, knowing all is well. Humans are adaptable and there's life after COVID. <laughs> On the chin, uh, releasing any thoughts of the future, worries about the future, memories of the past that are putting pressure on me. Uh, collarbone, letting go of those remaining emotions. And allowing feelings of safety in my body, feeling relaxed in my body. Letting the pressure on myself go. Mm -hmm. And even though I have so much to do, if I step back, prioritize, set some boundaries, maybe I can handle this and make the most of the time I have without it wearing me out. Under the arm, there may be enough time if I'm grounded and focused. My money situation, my career situation, my personal situation. I can get it in order if I stop spinning my wheels. I'm going to do one more round. Inner eyebrow. I am moving forward. I'm starting to now. I'm able to now. Side of the eye. I'm not exhausting myself by just spinning my wheels. I'm taking a breather and then I'm going to get things done one at a time. Under the eye. It's not too much, even if it felt like too much. I'm considering the possibility that there's enough time. Because I say so. It's enough. Under the nose. One thing at a time. Checking off my list. I'm not stuck in these anxious 
frustrated feelings. So I have more energy. Chin. One step closer to my goal. Mm -hmm. I can focus on taking care of myself and touching other people's lives to do what matters. Plenty of time and energy for that. Collarbone. I'm allowing energy for that. Under the arm. And I'm allowing the universe to help me and trusting the universe to help me or God or whatever you uh, call the higher powers that be. Top of the head. And I'm choosing peace now with whatever it is now. One more deep breath in. Let it all go. That was that terrific. Out, Susie, are you, are you down closer to zero now? I love zeros, by the way. <laughs> I, do, I, I do think so, yeah. I definitely feel like it's cleared a lot. Some more sighs and yawns and moving things out. So that was perfect because it, I really loved how we started with, you know, what's going on right now. But, you know, as you've experienced and as we discover, like there's so many layers to work through. And so that's really the, the beauty of being able to drop in and take time and explore and pull these out by the root. Say they're not serving us. Yeah. One of the reasons I, I like doing these interviews, including tapping is because I feel better after as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's an incredible, from the very first time I experienced it myself, it's the most incre incredible um, body buzz. If I'm just going to really briefly describe it, like you just feel your energy flowing, you know, and it's a perfect demonstration. If you haven't experienced acupuncture or shiatsu um, of how powerful the meridians are. These energy channels are, I mean, they're measurable now. Science is finally catching up on all this ancient wisdom. So it's great to take advantage of this that we have at our fingertips. Yes. And this is just a modern version of what the ancients have been doing anyways for millennia. You know, they, they, they touch points and massage each other and to balance out the, uh, the, their energy. And they look at it as mind-body, not as separate, but as one and that's the, the energy connects, connects it all. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people say they feel like a weight is lifted off their shoulders. They feel lighter and freer. And that's why they call it emotional freedom technique. And you are free to, if you're free of those emotions, then you're free to, to flow more, to, you know, get, get through this in a way with, with more ease and maybe a little more... Uh, productivity when you're not distracted by those those stress emotions yes. and certainly healthier oh and the other thing is it, by reducing your stress i none of us neither of us mentioned this but of course a healthy immune system is going to help you to if if you do encounter the virus your immune system would be able to fight it better so it wouldn't be as serious uh, symptoms so exactly. that's exactly Another benefit of tapping. So yeah, you've mentioned uh, how people can find me, uh, the link from the website and uh, they can set up a, a session where I am offering that where they can they can sample it individually. 
um, with me and during a 30-minute session where they will get some dropping of intensity of whatever is specifically disturbing them about uh, the, this time or their relationships. I do have some specialty in that area as well. Um, and then I can tell them from there where they could, could go further to make sure that they get to those zeros and reprogram their core beliefs so they'll be sailing past the pandemic. Beautiful. Absolutely. We're going to have that link in the show notes so that they can take advantage of that. Because I think, I mean, we've already gotten to experience how much things can shift just with like a generalized, you know, this is what's going on in the world script. So if you're really connecting with what's going on for you personally, you can imagine how much more freeing and enlightening that can be. So terrific. Thank you so much for making that available. I appreciate that. And I've really, really enjoyed our conversation. And I know that we're going to be resuming it soon because whether or not stress is kind of forefront, um, relationships are their own animal and we want to be fresh and bring the best of ourselves to our relationships. So I'm excited to continue our conversation and talk about the work that you're doing and exploring there too. So we'll be back Mm -hmm. soon. Yes, I have more in my toolkit for the relationship issues. So uh, I'll be happy to join you for that later. And it's been a pleasure. Terrific. Thanks so much, Heather. Enjoy the beautiful paradise of Costa Rica. I'm glad you found a safe and happy little place to hunker down. I will. hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. time. Keep on shining.